Aloha and welcome to the sacred. Thank you for taking the time to do something for yourself today. You are entering a space that is here to help shed our old stories, to heal our hearts, to hold space and love each other, and to help create the world and life that we all dream of. Let us thank our ancestors and our children's children, those who have walked before and are yet to come, our Mother Earth, Father Sun, Grandmother Moon, the Star Nations and Great Spirit, the Unnameable One, thank you for bringing us together and allowing us to sing the Song of Life. Please sit down, relax and enjoy yourself and thank you for listening to this podcast. To episode 50 of the Sacreds podcast. I'm so excited to be back. For those of you that do not know who I am, my name is Emma Hudson and I am the face, the voice, the everything behind the sacred. Um, and I'm so excited, so, so, so excited to have you here. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for taking some time out for yourself today. What we're going to do before we step into this space is come into our bodies and into the present. So if you can, if it is safe to do so and you're not driving or working heavy machinery, please close down your eyes. We're going to take in three deep breaths in through our nose and out through our mouth. So in. And another one. And one more. Beautiful. Beautiful. I am so unbelievably grateful to be back recording and to have connected with this week's guests on this podcast. I just wanted to touch base with you with how this year has been going for me and where I've been before we dive straight in Um, and Tiana, Tiani gets to offer you everything that she has to offer you. So July was a hectic month for, for me personally as well as within our family and I think a lot of us have been feeling the energy change. I, we lost our father. My father-in-law, Ryan's father, passed away Um, and it was such a gift of a thing for him to give us where we got the chance to really get closer and hold each other and share space together with family and just even personally between Ryan and I, our relationship is at such a different level than it was prior to this. But it had to go through a lot. And coming up to losing his father, our relationship was very on the edge um, of something. I don't really know what it was, but it was very on the edge. And it was so beautiful to really receive such a gift of recognition and to understand that this life is so fleeting And we waste so much time not being in alignment and not being in that love place. And we play so much games of victimhood and blame instead of taking the responsibility for our lives and for where it's at. And over July, 
besides his father passing. I also was called forward very big in the areas in my life and where I wasn't taking responsibility and I was playing the blame game. And so it's been, August has just been an amazing month. I cannot even begin to tell you how grateful I am and how excited I am for the year ahead and coming into 2020. And Tiani will talk a little bit about the energies of 2020 and the energy that's around at the moment as well. Tiani, 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 what words can I say about this powerhouse woman? She is just, I was actually talking to a beautiful girlfriend of mine this morning. Tiani is just a woman who owns her power who she is just a woman who gives no fucks like she is just herself and I just fell in love with her so much through this conversation and I'm so excited to bring it to you. She is an astrologer. She is a heart-centered, heart-led woman. She is a powerhouse. So let's dive straight in and get talking with Tiani this week and I cannot wait to share her magic with you. I also have, before we do that, I just wanted to touch base with you. I also have a few workshops coming up that you may or may not be aware of. I have one coming up on the 9th of August, Connecting to Your Intuition. And then there is one the week after that, um, not the 9th of August, September, I should say. Fuck, I feel like I'm losing track of this year already. We're in September, holy shit. So the 9th of September, which is connecting to your intuition. And then there is the following one. There is one on that Saturday night, which is a full moon cacao ceremony that is available as well. These are all on the Sunshine Coast currently, but I am looking at expanding. There is then one after for moon wisdom and there'll be cacao ceremonies. And I'm going to do one soon as well about knowing your magic and finding your magic too. So if you're interested in coming along and you do live on the sunny coast or Brisbane or Gold Coast, check out all of the workshops at thesacred.com.au or follow me along on Instagram. If it's something that you feel called to, um, give me a holler and let me know if you cannot make ones and we'll try and work around where we can do them as well. I'm really looking at stepping into my alignment more which means offering more service so i cannot wait anyway let's bring on this powerhouse of a woman tiani vidler this week i am so delighted so honored to have the amazing tiani on I have followed you on Instagram for a little bit and I've stalked you a little bit, obviously, because I'm going to have you on this week. And I love what you've got in your bio about your mission and your purpose on this earth is to connect people to their inner worth and their inner strength and that they are their own healers in a kind of nutshell. That's what I've kind of got from you. And I love seeing everything that you're doing on there in the moment with your astrology courses and everything like that. But I'd love to dive in a little bit and see if we could talk to everyone about what got you into astrology, number one. Was that your first gateway into the kind of in little rabbit ear fingers spiritual world? Or? <laughs> yes, very rabbit fingers. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Uh, so lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, so I've loved astrology since I was nine. So, um, yeah, when I was nine, I was just 
obsessed with astrology and still could just remember everyone's sign before I remembered their name and that was just always my first port of call and so always with the astrology so astrology has just been my baby uh forever pretty much now that it's like nearly 30 years I'm 39 next year so you know um uh yeah very exciting so yeah, it's it's amazing and it's in my chart, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the thing too, is like it's it's in my chart that astrology would just be my thing and um all this esoteric stuff and uh of course I was a very strange child, but um uh, you know, I wanted to know people's pets signs, like, oh when was your cat born? <laughs> like I wanna know what sign it is. So it's obsession but not detrimental because I, you know, I teach astrology now and I watch people get very obsessed, but in a really full on way. And I'm like, man, just back off. Like, don't even worry about it. Like you've got to live your life and live in the mystery and you know, life is unfolding and glorious. There's no point in just being really, you know, anal retentive about it, you know, even though I'm obsessed, but in a very, I would say it's a very healthy obsession. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And I can imagine like from being, nine years old and of course you're obsessed no one mm. continues to do something like that if it's not on their heart and I just picture you as a little girl going up to people and being like hi I'm Tiani when we when are you born <laughs> like <Yeah>. very <laughs> yeah, much my whole great. life what's yes. our relationship gonna be like like all that kind yeah. of stuff yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. In year uh, five, I had a boyfriend and uh, I mean, it's hilarious because I always bring him up when I tell this story, um, but he's a Leo and I'm a Taurus. And I was always saying to him, Chris, we can never get married because we're not compatible. <laughs> You're a Leo, I'm a Taurus. They don't work. Um, so fascinatingly enough. And then my very first born daughter was a Leo. So it was very interesting how that all played out. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was always very obsessed um, growing up. That's all I cared about. <laughs> yeah, definitely. What a gift to yeah. have a Leo daughter then as well. It's like, okay. So like you said earlier too, we can often dive into our astrology and I guess the further that we go into it, the bigger the picture gets. And like you said before, people can get quite literal um, mm. and want to nut things out. Like when I'm going to have this relationship and like all of this stuff, how do you like to approach it? as a generalization, like in a, without it becoming so overwhelming where you're going, no, I can't do this or I can do this or, and just letting, I guess, universe and spirit flow a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. And I suppose, I suppose my relationship with the universe is my most serious relationship that I'm in and it's the most important relationship that I'm in. So I am very open and, and flowy. And so when I'm teaching, I just, uh, you know, I just remind people that we can't, it's like, you know, it's like anything that someone gets just overwhelmed by and then they just obsess over it. And then every little thing comes down to, but what about tomorrow? The moon's in this and it's here. Like you can't live your life like that. And if you do, you're losing life, like life, you know, life lives through you. You don't, you know, you don't force it. It's not about control. And I think that that's the biggest thing though, is that if someone's more controlling, that's where they can use astrology maybe to their detriment. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, because ultimately for me, I, I mean, when you know your chart and you know where everything is up in the sky, you know where everything's happening. Like it's just normal. Like I, I know that these guys are in my fourth house at the moment and for the next few years. And that's cool. Like I understand that, but I don't, go oh every minute of every day oh but what's the next transit what's the next transit and yeah. you know and sometimes I, I I know that something cool's 
coming up, blah, blah. Like, you know, like I, I don't want to be so consumed by it, even though I am. And that's the funny, you know, I'm a real fucking paradox anyway, but that's the, that's the thing is that, you know, my husband, I, I shared something on Instagram, um, <coughs> excuse me, um, a little, a, a few weeks ago. And it was about, uh, it was just a meme of, like a giant salad and then this giant oil and the oil is just going me like with my astrology, like over everyday life. And my husband's like, I'm the salad. And I'm like, you so are the salad baby. And so, you know, people around me would think I always bring it into everything. And I do because it, it literally is, we are the universe in motion. Like we are all the planets, like nothing is happening to us. And that's a real big misconception. Like, Oh, this is happening in the sky. So, Oh, Mercury's retrograde. Everyone carries on about that. I'm like, Oh my God. Like you don't even know your own chart, but you're like jumping on the bandwagon with Mercury retrograde. Like I just don't, it's, it's, it's totally, but, but everyone jumps on these bandwagons and it's like, (laughs) what if you've got Mercury retrograde in your own chart? Like, do you even know that? And, and that's the thing is that when we know our own charts, we're not caught up in these like tiny little things, you know, we're just not caught up in them. They don't, they don't run over everything. But my big thing is, is that astrology is everything. So when something's going on, I'm like, oh yeah, that's because, you know, this is going on. There's a bit of tension here and la la la, or that's because you've got that in your chart and it's activating this. So it's there, but it's there to show you, to open you up to actually what's going on so that you, you know that you are the universe and everything's moving through you, not that it's a reaction or it's, you know, don't, if that makes sense. Oh, completely, completely. Cause you do, especially with Mercury retrograde in particular, cause that seems to be the biggest thing that you see advertised on Instagram or on social. Oh my God, we're in Mercury retrograde. And no one really understands what that means. And like what you said too, where does that even sit within your own chart? <laughs> like, exactly. So we can have these attachments to all these outcomes not just from astrology, but from so many, like a healer could tell you this is going to happen or a psychic or whatever. And you have these attachments then that aren't healthy for us to have because life is an experience and we're taking it away like by having these and then we're creating these outcomes and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's exactly, uh, you know, make that your own because uh, just because someone's Mercury retrograde experience is bad, you know, it might have nothing to do with that, but that's in their head and that's the seed they're planted. We know that whatever we think we become, like that is like totally just the fundamental, like whatever we believe is actually the truth. No matter what you believe, it's your truth, right? Yeah. So if you are yeah. believing Mercury retrogrades and, and, you know, and I even see astrologers like, oh my God, Mercury retrograde. And I'm like, oh my God, like you're the last person that should be banging on about this. Mercury retrogrades like three, four times a year. Yeah. It's, it's not a big deal. Like it, it gives you insight and understanding and, and yeah, it is actually more about know where it's happening in your own chart so you can navigate that. And that's my biggest thing when it comes to readings and, and teachings is, all I really deeply care about is everyone knowing who they are. Like that's literally the only thing I actually care about in life is if people genuinely know who they are, they're not constantly seeking outside of themselves for answers because the astrology has it all. And so does other things, quiet meditation time, all those things, you know, I get that. I just, astrology for me is just your blueprint and when you understand it, you know thyself, right? Like you, you sure. know thyself and that's just like the greatest thing in the world to, to have up your sleeve in these times, right? Definitely, definitely. And like you said, it is your truth. So if you're going to believe in something and then that becomes your truth, that's what projects and everything as well too. So you can take things 
it's so interesting. Like I just find the whole natal chart thing so interesting and you're born on a specific time with a specific energy and we're all of the planets and obviously because we're all made of the same thing as the stars and the planets and then how that just absorbs into us and our soul and our blueprint is it is magic it's beautiful it's like extreme and i think it is something that's so it's such a gift to have given to you as a soul to know where you come from and to know what your story has the possibility of looking like um it's incredible yeah so incredible. astrology is you know I, I say this in my courses regularly like i say astrology is a secret not so secret superpower i mean um, Love that. um there's a quote uh by oh, I, I think it's something morgan i can't remember if it's hp Morgan. i don't know um but it's like millionaires don't use astrology billionaires do and that's that's the thing here you know um ronald reagan used to have an astrologer secretly in the in in when he was a president and like this shit is a secret superpower, but it's not a secret. Like that's the biggest thing. Anyone can go and pick up a book, but it's the, there's this energy of it. Oh, it's so hard. It's overwhelming and all those sorts of things. And I get that, but that's, you know, that's where I love, I am so practical and pragmatic and astrology is actually very easy. Once you understand the language, like when you understand the language, you can get everything, but you've just got to understand the language and it takes, it takes a long time. That's the biggest thing. You know, everyone wants, overnight success i read a few posts on on facebook now i'm an astrologer you're not love like you're not an astrologer um i literally only called myself an astrologer last year yeah and i have been you know what i mean like and i don't even like that like even when someone says what do you do i'm like ah lots of stuff like i cannot even put into it yes astrology is my absolute thing but i can't even put into words what i do because even when i'm teaching an astrology course i'm teaching everything else like i'm teaching so much more i'm not just teaching the astrology i am but i'm not you know what i mean and definitely there's so much more to astrology than than all the fancy stuff it's it's getting to the bones and that's why i teach my 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 very fundamental level courses literally just going through what the houses mean the signs mean the planets i mean can you get that in a book absolutely you can but some people it just doesn't click like that right like they just they can't really? seem to like put it all together and i get that because it is overwhelming and the biggest thing is <coughs> excuse me is it does take a long time to still integrate stuff i mean i'm still still learning astrology yeah. still still doing courses still learning different aspects still learning different things and even then i'm like okay i just need to put that down for a second because i have to process that shit right because it's it's deep like it's deep work it's you know it's very deep work and it it is a lifetime that's the that's the thing because everything's constantly moving and astrology cycles so there are cycles that you can look back on you know history tells you a lot about astrology and it's 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 forever infinite it's just you know yeah baby talk about it forever oh it is (laughs) And I totally like, number one, I love that you said that you didn't call your astrologer till recently because I'm not an astrologer. I don't claim to be an astrologer. People assume because I know the smallest amount that I'm an astrologer. Like, can I ask you questions? And I always have to say to people, like, I don't know, like I'm not an astrologer. I've just read some books. Like that's Mm. all that it is because there's so much information. And like Mm. you said too, it can be a daily practice because the planets and everything are continuously moving. So you can continuously be charting what's going to happen and take it that deep of a practice that it is like, it can consume you. 
Oh, um, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. But at the same time, it gives you that an, an inability to be really mindful and present of where you're really at. And it gives you such a gift of reflection to go, well, this is why this is happening. And why did I react this way? And why is like, blah, blah, blah. Like, sh- should I start a business now? Or should I do this now? It gives you a, it's a little nudge or a little push that you might need. And it gives you that little hint of intuition even. It could, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my, my biggest thing is, is that it arms you with awareness. For me, you yes. can't be prepared without awareness. And, you know, the quote that I have been, I'm such a quote queen, but the quote that I was sharing last year when I was traveling Australia speaking, and even this year I've been sharing it too, because it's still so prevalent is the quote of um, Abraham Lincoln when he was given uh, acts to, um, he was given an ax and six hours to chop down a tree and he spent four of those hours sharpening his ax. And I'm like, that's yeah. the thing, how sharp is your ax, you know? And that's what I was trying to prepare everyone because these times we are in are massive and they're only getting bigger. Everyone's like, oh, next year will be easy. Ah, oh, hell no. no. Like, it's the fucking huge kabang, my friends. Like, like last year I said was the prequel. 2018 was just the prequel to 2019. And people always sort of like laugh it off. Like, oh yeah, Tiani's funny, isn't she? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And they're like, I'm going to have an amazing 2019. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not saying a thing. And then 2019 has been epically massive for all yes. of us in different ways. And it has been bigger than 2018 because 2018 was just the prequel. We are moving into times that we have not seen since the 1500s to start with. And having all these planets in their home signs, we are in very, very sacred and special times astrologically, yes. but we are in such huge energies that to, to not be prepared and to not have awareness and to, to, to not be sharpening your ax. Like, and I've been sharpening my ax for 20 years. So, I mean, this to me feels like home. These energies the last yeah. few years have just felt like I'm, I'm at my happiest personally, to be completely honest. And yep. do I still go through some human shit? Of course I do. <laughs> like, I'm not pretending that I don't. But the thing is, is that I'm prepared for all of this stuff. And I've been yep. sharpening my ax for a long time. Um, you know, and me and my husband talk about it because, you know, he's like, some people, he was like, some people are walking around the tool shed, Tiani, not even knowing while they're there. And I'm like, exactly, yeah. babe. Like, that's the exactly. thing. And he's like, I've got a chainsaw I'm that prepared. And I'm like, well, I've just got a gleaming axe. I don't need a fucking chainsaw. I don't want to be, like, burning this shit down. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But, um, but it is. It's how sharp is your axe. And so many people get their axe and just start chopping that tree down. And they're going to be going for a long, long, long time. I, yeah. I can't even imagine how difficult it, it would be right now to not be an awakened conscious person living in these times. I mean, I see it, you see it everywhere and you're just like having a hard time because of so much stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, definitely. And it is, we are all cracking wide open. Like that ax is just shooting straight through us continuously and you can choose to have joy in those moments and play with it and have fun with it and just understand it's a process or you can choose to attach yourself to that and wallow in it and it takes a lot longer to chop down that fucking tree because of it. So it's so interesting, isn't it? When you can, yeah, when you see it like that, I love that analogy. Yeah, that's my favourite quote. I just, I love that quote because I'm such a, I've got lots of earth in my chart and I am, you know, even, even you know, my, my course participants probably get the shits with me because they all want to know all this stuff. And I said, I refuse to answer that in this course. That has nothing to do with what we're learning. Yeah. You get caught up in wanting to know all the fancy shit. You're building a life on sand. And so yes. many people build their life on sand and I see it everywhere. And that's where me, you know, me and my husband have been together for nearly 20 years. And I look at our relationship. I look at 
the solid work that we've been doing and the benefits that we're reaping because of it, because we didn't give up, because we didn't try and quick fix everything. Like, but everyone these days just thinks it can happen. You know, a six week course, I'm an astrologer and I'm like, hell no, do not call yourself an astrologer after working with me because you're not. (laughs) Maybe after 10 years, you might be able to verge on being an astrologer, but you are not. And, um, it's, it's, it's the groundwork that is very important to me because for me, it's about, you know, we're building an empire, our own empire of self. And if it's on sand and cracks and lies and deceit and rose colored glasses and yeah. untruths and everyone else's opinions, what are you building? Like, what exactly yeah. are you building? You're building someone else's life, someone else's lies. And I, I always say, are you in alignment or a lie? That's what I wonder. Are you in alignment that. or a lie? Because yes. there's a lot of people living in a lie. And that's cool because it's, it's tough times, right? And it takes courage to face yourself and to keep facing yourself in those moments. It just takes courage and it takes time. And that's why I love astrology is because I love to be able to give people that nudge to go, this is actually who you are and what's going on for you. Like you're rad, man. Like, come on. Like yeah, you've got maybe, you know, some people come in with relationship karma, others health, others. It's it's all there in the chart. But when you understand it, it sort of gives you permission, um, acceptance and allowance, a space of allowance to go. Yeah, I I have relationships and it's not, you know, this is, this is a thing that I've got to work through in this lifetime. Hell yeah, it is right. You've got freaking six planets in your seventh house. Sorry. That is relationship karma. I'm sorry. <laughs> you cannot get out of that. Um, yeah. So yeah, know, it's all about that rock solid foundation. And that's what love is as well. That's true <laughs> love is actually being willing to start at the foundation and do the hard work and nut it out and dig the holes in the ground because you've got to get rid Heck of yeah. shit. You've mm-hmm. got to crumble. Like we have to crack. We have yes. to crumble. We have to fall. We have mm-hmm. to go through that dark night of the soul. We have to for us to be reborn and rebirth and it can happen continuously. Like you said, like people can have issues with relationships through their whole life with money, with whatever through their Mm. whole lives. And that's just your story. And Mm. what you do with that information can be anything. It can do Mm. whatever you choose to learn or whatever experience you choose to take out of it. But yeah, you've got to get that foundation right. And it's a process. It's a huge process. Absolutely. Otherwise, what are you here for? Like I just, what are you doing if all you're doing is wanting to make everyone else happy? Oh, yeah. I know. I just read a post the other day and it was like what a real woman's supposed to be or something. It's a lovely, lovely girl who wrote it. Um, um, Just about, you know, pleasing people, again, making other people happy, being a housewife, you cook, you clean, all these sorts of things. And I'm like, well, I've never been an acceptable (laughs) person there. Yeah, I'm just like, well... I'm like, I, I'm dipped out on that shit because yeah. I just, yeah, I, I just, it's, it's not selfish. It's actually, um, you know, feeling, you know, everyone getting your overflow and not being depleted. Um, and that's how I, that's how I love my family. I watched you yesterday. Uh, oh, I think it was yesterday, <coughs> excuse me. Um, or the day before on your Insta live and you were like, I'm going to like lovingly, you know, we're picking the kids up from school and we've got this training and then I'm going to go home and cook my family a beautiful meal. And I'm like, go sister. Like, that's the thing. Like I love doing things for my family and I make sure that it's always the overflow. I'm never so depleted that like my husband gets like the bottom of the barrel. No, hell no. Like he's getting all of me. And, and, you know, and that, again, that takes time and commitment and love of self as well. 
not, you know, not just the self-love. Oh, I give myself a pedicure yeah. and a manicure and buy Beautiful myself mask. some flowers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. My goodness. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's so much more than that. It's, That's you know, I tell, I teach, no, <coughs> excuse me. I teach like when I'm talking, I was like, I said, real self-love is literally saying no to having coffee with assholes. Okay. Because that's self-love, but you keep thinking by doing that, um, that that's you're in, you know, it's the crowd, it's being accepted and all of those sorts of things. But I don't know when you've got a chart like mine and and I haven't seen your chart, but maybe you too. I don't feel like I've ever been accepted. I mean, even within the spiritual community, I am like on my own Island. Yeah. I've got far away from everyone in my chart. (laughs) So Ooh, five planets. Yeah, yep. so it's um interesting. Are yeah. you Sun Scorpio? Pardon? Are you Sun Scorpio as I'm well? A sun Scorpio and a moon Scorpio. Oh, cool. Ah, born on a new moon. That's very yeah. special. Yeah. Um and I'm born at three anyway, I'm born at three thirty three in the morning. Like so I feel like ah. the energy of my whole life has been that. But I've learned to actually fucking love it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I now yeah. I feel like it's like laying that foundation and that's what self-love is. Self-love has got nothing to do with getting a pedicure or getting your hair done or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's got exactly like what you said before, not going to have coffee with assholes. It's got to do with committing to yourself and wanting to show up as the best version of yourself in every moment and what does that actually mean for you. If I have to push myself to get out of bed earlier, to do a meditation practice, to, have, to get some movement flowing, or even just to have some time alone before I'm nagged by my children, that's self-love. It's, mm, absolutely. it's that stuff. It's not the, it's hard. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's commitment to the self when times totally. are tough. Right? Yeah, definitely. Sure. Yeah. Yep. And having to speak your truth when it's fucking hard to speak your truth and you're worried about what someone else might say or think or anything like that. That's what self-love is. It's yeah, not the fluff that's all around no. it. Absolutely not. Yeah, which is sort of what's been sold. Definitely. What's been sold to women the last uh, few years, I think, isn't it? Yeah, let's make everything pretty and like, and I love pretty shit. Like, I'm not saying I love that stuff, but that's got nothing to do with loving myself. That's no. just got to do with aesthetic. Like, yep, that's not exactly. Love. Yeah, that's right. Else. It's so important. And knowing your chart is such a journey of love to who you mm. really are, to acceptance of who you really are and the truth behind that. And we need to accept ourselves for the positive and the, I don't want to like the word negative, but like the deeper, maybe darker sides of ourselves that we haven't learned to accept because all of it is divine. It is mm. all pure. It is all perfect and it is all you. There's nothing that you can do about that. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we've got challenges in our chart. Everyone does challenges and, and, you know, harmonious aspects, challenging aspects. It's, and it is all of it. I mean, I love, I love that part of astrology, but what I also love about astrology is that it helps me accept other people. And that's been my biggest takeaway from astrology. And that's what I love teaching other people is that instead of, you know, I don't know, like, you know, being an asshole to your husband because, you know, whatever, keeping him in the doghouse for something, maybe he's actually going through something. And if you're aware of his own chart, if you're aware of his chart and know what's going on, um, you can be more accommodating. And it's not to say that we, you know, lay down and surrender and, you know, be doormats because I certainly am not a doormat. But at the same time, I'm deeply accepting and understanding of other people's journeys. And, and when you know someone's chart or when you understand, oh, that person's moon signs different to yours. So 
emotionally, they're going to really react very differently than you are. And so you can't make, I've had clients go, I just want people to understand me. I'm like, please give up that. Please give up trying to be understood because it's, it's, it's a hopeless pit trying to be understood. I just don't see the point in it. I watch these, yes. these people just, but I want him to understand. I want this person. Why? I said, it's hard enough for us to understand our own selves. Like yes. I would say that I'd, like, I'd be like to this client. I'm like, you don't even like know yourself. You're not <laughs> even like showing up for you, but you want everyone else to understand you. And something really fascinatingly <coughs> interesting that was said at a wedding I just went to that it's, it's, you know, more profound to, um, try and understand than to be understood. And I'm like, fuck yeah, man. I like that. That was from the Bible. Yes. Like, that was a yeah. Christian wedding, but I was completely down with that shit. I was like, you know what? That's actually really beautiful. And because I see so many people clutching to be understood, it is much more humbling to just understand that person, even though you're not going to, but it's, isn't that a better, I don't know. It just feels even better. Just that sentence when they said it, I'm so like, lighter. Yeah. yeah, it's so much lighter because yeah. wanting to be understood is a very difficult pastime <laughs> and you know and it's very time consuming and you will not get anywhere it's kind of like you're wanting expecting other people to define you by understanding mm. you instead of you just defining yourself and standing in yourself and not worrying yeah. about that it's like yeah. you're just saying understand me like understand me but it's not really that you just want to be accepted like you want to be defined and that's the it's not about being understood like no you need to understand yourself first absolutely yeah and i never fight to be understood about that <laughs> no no and i just never fight to be understood even when i'm having a disagreement with my husband i'm just like okay like that's cool <clears throat> we, we you know it's it's cool like it's always just cool to me it's like yeah. yeah i don't have to fight for anything i know you know i know me you know i'm doing me and how can anyone else truly ever understand me? Because they don't have my chart. They're not walking in my shoes. No one, and no one can. And, and that's what I often say to clients when they're going through something. I'm like, okay, I can be compassionate towards you, but I don't understand what you're going through. Like I haven't been through that. And it's the same as when I'm sitting in circle with women and then someone says, oh, I feel the same as you. And I'm like, mm, please don't, diminish, don't minimize what I've just said because you can't. You cannot yes. feel the same. You know, I've been around people and, you know, share your childhood or whatever. Oh, we're the same. And I'm like, oh my God, we couldn't be more different. And it just, it literally minimizes that woman's experience by saying, you know, because we all think that we want to be heard and understood, which we do. Don't get me yes. wrong. We do want to be heard. But this understanding thing is sort of like, that's, that's where it, to me, it gets a little bit blurry. Just that's, you know, it's just, just my opinion. I just find that this constant need to be understood takes away from really what, what deep work you're actually doing with yourself. Yeah. I feel like the word is accepted. I feel mm. like it's, we all want to be seen and accepted, but that mm. really comes from being seen by ourselves and accepted by ourselves. It doesn't come from anybody else because nobody mm. can give you that. Everyone else is in their own shit. Like mm. every single other person, like you said, is having their own experience. Even if it's similar to yours, it is not the same. They don't react the same. They don't, nothing has happened that is the same. You are a completely unique human being having a unique astrology chart is exactly the same as yours. They're not even feeling the same as you, right? Like <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Let alone if whatever happened to them was done by the same kind of person who had the exact same, like whatever it is, like. Exactly. So impossible really for it, it to is, be. It is actually. For it to be like that, that 
we are so unique and it's why also our medicine is also so unique. Our magic is so unique. Our mission, our hearts are so unique that there's no point trying to look outwardly for acceptance. You need to understand your own power and that you are like a star in the universe. It's so unique. And it's been plucked out of the sky and put on this planet to have this amazing experience and stop fucking wondering about what everyone else is thinking or doing and just do you. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like how to be successful, focus on your own shit. That's how to be successful. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's with it. Your shit. Yeah. That's it. Like yeah. that's, it's simple. And that's the biggest thing is I often approach, uh, again, ear quotes, spirituality as a very easy thing, but people think that it's hard. You know, humans make life hard. Ego makes life hard. The head makes life hard. The mind makes life tricky, but life's actually very easy. And I constantly say this, like, I I, I think life's easy. I think life is really easy. Like I don't see the struggle personally. I don't, have I been in struggle before? Of course. Have I struggled? Yeah, of course I have. But, but it's, it's very few and far to me that it happens like a couple of times a year, like there might be a hiccup or something or, you know, whatever. But the thing to me is, is that when your mindset is that life is easy, life is easy. And that's a very difficult concept for a lot of people to understand. And I know that I probably piss a lot of people off by saying it, but the thing is, is that again, I I can't dim myself down and pretend to be struggling and processing all the time oh my god life's so hard now i'm going through this process to make you feel better because it's not genuine to me like i can't pretend to be miserable when i'm not and and that's another you know important topic i think for women is that they love the misery you know talking about the husband and and there's some very powerful women who i love and respect but who are out there sharing big messages of being a mum so hard and the kids this and my husband always wants sex but I've always got a headache and blah, 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 yeah. blah and all this stuff and I'm like, wow, I've never experienced motherhood like that. Have yeah. I experienced, is being a mum hard? Of course it is. But the dramatic, this dramatic side where millions of women just agree and go, yes, yes. And I'm like, that's really fucking sad, man, because it is. it's not hard and it's only how you perceive that and Again, it's like, let's talk about the misery and not about the joy because it's so much easier to be in that state. And, and probably why I've spent a lot of my time alone. And, and I do. And I, I, my time is extremely precious. If I'm actually spending time with you, like, you know, I must actually like you because yeah. I would rather spend time by myself. I don't have time to, you know, what's this thing going around at the moment, sit at tables where as I get up, then I'm talked about or whatever. Like, I just don't have time for that sort of yeah. stuff. And no. I'm not going to sit there and say my husband's a jerk because yours is and that you you know you do everything for your husband because he's like a child I'm like mate my husband cooks cleans does the dishes does the washing up because guess what we're a team and he's a fucking he's a man he's not a baby and I'm not I'm not scared to say it you know I'm not scared to say it yeah a lot of women don't want to hear that because they're you know they're not in great relationships or they're not being honest with themselves about their marriages and and you know and that's again that's their that's their journey Mm. it's not my journey I don't I'm not judging them I just I just think that women wallowing oh, when we can be women warriors is just so much more empowering. And I love empowering like women and hearing yeah. incredible marriages and incredible. And even just like what I said about what you said the other day, like, oh, I can't wait to go home and kick my piss bums, cook my family a beautiful meal. It just made my heart so happy because everyone's like, oh, I've got to cook and oh, I've got to do this. And it's like, oh, you know, like, I don't know. It's just revel. This isn't a dress rehearsal, right? Yes. Like if you don't like your life, it's fucking fleeting. change Exactly. Yeah. Like 
Exactly. If there's something you don't like in your life, simple, change it. Life is easy. Life isn't hard. It's how you make it hard. So I don't know. I just think it's, I think there's that awesome thing going around at the, at the moment that says what you, what you aren't changing, you are choosing. And I'm like, yes. exactly. Exactly. I got goosebumps. It's like being responsible, actually being responsible for your life. And that means taking mm-hmm. ownership for your mindset and the choices that you make, not just in activities, but in the way that you think. Like when I say out loud, I'm grateful for making my children dinner. I am hundred percent grateful, but I haven't always been. I was attached mm-hmm. to that story of misery. Oh fuck. I have to do this again. But you make different choices and you use mm-hmm. different words and you start to embody those things and then it just becomes easy. It's flowy. It's exactly. like so beautiful. It's so, so beautiful. And even when we go through, like you said, through the year, you'll have things that will be a little bit more painful or a little bit more heavier that happen. I can also choose joy in those moments. I don't mm-hmm. need to suffer at all. I can make a different choice exactly. and have a different story. I don't need to, if you're having dinner with a girlfriend and they start talking like that, why are you there? Mm. Like, and I guess I get, we all need to vent, but I feel like there's a story around womenhood and women that we bitch and that we moan and that we nag and that we vent. So we just do it. And it's horrible. Exactly. And you're so right. There is a real, there's a real difference between exactly venting and sharing something. And hence, that's why I have a psychologist. Simple as that. Like I know my astrology and I have a psychologist. Like they're, they're my two go-tos. I wouldn't do anything else. Do I see, healers and i've never seen a psychic in my life nor would i i don't need to no one knows me better than i know myself (laughs) (laughs) that um you know i do get that we sometimes are just talking or discussing something that's going on but when we can take the and that's where emotional attachment uh plays its big role right is that when we're emotionally attached it is more naggy and moany and whingy and whiny but when we're just coming from an objective point of view and going oh okay so this is going on and you know just dealing with things and still of course there's emotions sometimes i'm not saying there there isn't i'm just saying it it's it just really agreeing with exactly what you just said then is just dipping into that old story which is what we're actually transitioning from is that old patriarchy way and what you know i don't know if you know angela gallo yes i love her (laughs) yeah yeah she's awesome well we were both just um interviewed for Susanna frioni's podcast the milf life series (laughs) yes yeah i know i I felt very very honored to be um interviewed for that um but angela was saying the same thing as well just that we've been <clears throat> we've been fed this bullshit story the women for so for decades and decades and decades and decades just to keep everyone small yeah you win your wine you know blah 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 it's all the story right but yeah. that's really what's changing astrologically that's actually what's happening we're moving yeah. away from that and it's bloody exciting right so it's exciting. so exciting i know it's I'm so, so awesome. excited for my generation like our generation let alone yeah. the generation to come afterwards the power that my daughter will feel in being a woman compared to as a child compared to my story and then my mother's story and my grandmother's it's fucking unbelievable and it, it is i like for me when I use the word queen too, i'm not picturing a diva like i'm not talking about being a diva and being like yeah. Like, bam, I'm talking about standing in my power and being responsible for my life and who I am and understanding that I am the creatress. Like, I am. My womb, everything about me is magic and is powerful and owning the shit out of that. Like, that is what being a queen is. That is what we Yes, girl. Yeah. Absolutely. Whole to that. It's not. 
the diva, the like, I need to look a certain way or I need to act a certain way or whatever like that. It's just being me. Fuck everything else. Like, yeah. yeah. It, exactly. Life is so fleeting. We have time to talk about issues that are happening in our lives, but we don't have to attach to them. We don't have to let situations define us or become us. Um, it's a very low vibrational choice to make. And I think so many women are getting sick of that and not wanting to make those choices in their lives. And it brings them to a point where they're going to have to release some shit, whether that means relationships, whether that means jobs, whether that means just identity or where they stand within their family, like construct, it's going to mean that you're going to have to crumble. And we have a story around healing being hard and it doesn't have to be hard. Oh, hell no. Hell no. I know I, I meet people all the time that are, constantly processing i'm like well when the fuck are you living because you're constantly going through something always like i'm not even talking like once a week i'm talking these people constantly processing and calling it this spiritual badge of honor i'm in this process today yeah. in this process in this oh. process i'm like fuck that shit like i mean i might process a couple of things a year and yeah. and 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 have to go through the process purely because it's exactly what you mentioned before is that you had to train yourself to joyfully make dinner and stuff like that, right? Like it is being trained, right? And, and this yeah. is where my 20 years comes into experience. And I'm not, I can't speak for you how many years it's been, but it's the same sort of thing. It was still a training. Like the, the one thing that I've kept is consistency. And so back 20 years ago when I really enveloped it, you know, I've been a mum for 21 years. And when I really like dove into all of this awakened sort of life more uh, responsibly, committedly and, and with self-awareness, it's every single day, not just when I'm manifesting something, not it's, it's when I'm talking to my neighbor, it's when I'm talking to the post office, postman, it's, it's every single moment that I would show up, not just when it felt good. Yes. And, you know, I fell off the wagon much more crazily back when I was younger. But the thing is, is that the consistency and yes, the way I spoke and what I said, like I've always loved housework and that's because I love my home and I want to nurture my home and yes. I love hanging the washing out because I get to be outside, my feet are on the earth and I'm watching the dragonflies. Like I just, because I've trained myself in doing that for such a long time, it is just normal for me now. It's just like yeah. getting up and brushing my teeth. So yeah. it comes but it can't happen in th- in a three week seminar and it can't happen in a, in, in one book that you've read and, and one session with a counselor. Like this is the work that's continuing, you, you know, it, it's a continuum, right? Like, yeah. um, that's the reason why I see a psychologist because I know myself so well that only a psychologist could sort of like, you know, unpack some shit that, uh, you know, that, that needs to be unpacked and she's yeah. awesome. She, you know, she's yeah. And she, of course she's spiritual and beautiful, but like, you know, she's, um, but she's, yeah just some of the stuff she says to me you know I I love to call myself out like I I cannot hide from myself and that's been the work that I've done for so long like there's nowhere if I've shown up and be an asshole or said something out of turn immediately I know and correct that not in a week not just not thinking that I did it like if there's something that's malice within me at any moment I I pull myself up on that shit immediately it does and it, and it usually would never get to the point where i'd say something because I'd, I'd go okay i'm feeling like a fucking asshole right now i'm gonna like just leave this because i'm gonna say something that i actually don't mean <laughs> yeah and i'm not digging at someone else because i'm feeling yada so yeah. yada 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 thanks yeah. very much yeah deal with it process it and, and step step through it you know yeah. instead of wallowing in it like you said instead of just like making it this big attachment this big thing just you know just move through it with joy and ease and effortlessness because yes 
honestly, it makes life so much easier. It does. And you cannot go see a healer and expect the next day for your life to be changed. You have to take responsibility. We have to let go of that victim story because that oh, doesn't yeah. serve you. No one is a victim. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but no one is. And I don't, you can say whatever bad shit happens to lots of people. Mm. It happens around the world continuously. We are all victims in little rabbit ears, like of anything mm. that's happened to you in your life. But Absolutely. those things that happen to us are actually gifts. They're things that happen to you to enable you to empathize, enable you to crack your heart wide open, enable you to forgive, enable you to let go, enable you to become bigger and better and everything. It's a, it's incredible. Um, and that's healing. Like that's what healing is. That's what self-love is. It's not, some, <coughs> sorry, it's not someone take the pain away. It's I'm going to take my own pain away. <laughs> I'm going to make those choices. Nobody else can make them for you. Like, and Absolutely. you know that seeing a psychologist, that person will only help you if you actually open up enough and process what they're giving you, but you do the work. Mm. You have to do the work. You have well, to- life is experiential. Like life is experiential. You do not gain all of the wisdom from a one hour session, you know, and, and okay. I've had people come to me and use words like they want to be healed and fixed. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not the person for you. If you want to be healed and fixed, go and pay, you know, someone else that says that they're a healer or they'll fix you because I'm not that person. (laughs) Unless you're self-responsible, I've given you the coughing bug now. Um, Unless you're (laughs) self-responsible and that's, and you've said that a lot and which I love because that's sort of one of the fundamentals for me that I learned 20 years ago is like self-awareness and self-responsibility. Like they are the two biggest things that yes. if you live by those things every day, like you're actually yes. free and you're actually liberated. Like that's the biggest thing is because I take responsibility for absolutely everything in my life. I am free. I am free yes. from the constraints of other people's shit and yes. stuff. Right. Like that's the thing. Like yeah. I feel liberated because I'm responsible for my own life. Like handing those keys over to anyone else. Fuck that shit, man. Like no, no way you are not responsible for anything. Even my fuck ups, guess what? Hand up straight up. I will own that shit, right? And it's allowing other people to do that as well. It's allowing our partners to be responsible for what their decisions they make in their life. It's allowing our children to be responsible for what decisions they make in their life. It's our friends, everything. It's not helping people by enabling them and trying to make everyone happy and safe and like, I won't tell him that because that might piss him off or I won't do that because that might shit her off or whatever it is. It's mm-hmm. not that. If that feels true for you in that moment and it's coming from a place of love and of real self-awareness, and respond, like, then it's fine. Mm. We can't control how other people take on stuff. No, no, definitely we, not. And, fun, no. And, and about you were just talking about the partner and the kids and stuff. So my kids' school, they're like one of their like behavior things is called yo-yob and it says, and it, which means you own your own behavior. And I'm yeah. like, Adults need to hear that shit, man. Like, I'm like, that is the best thing. And so even still, like with my middle daughter who's in high school now, but she came from that school of yo-yob and she (laughs) sort of said something around someone else and I just said to her, Indy, yo-yob, mate. I'll yo-yob you for the rest of your life. Do not ever put it onto someone else. You own your own behavior. And and I love that that's been instilled in them. Well, I mean, of course, I've instilled that too. But, you know, like just from a school level, I'm like, yeah, man, like I love yo-yob. I'm like forever yo-yobs, like forever, forever yo-yob. Yeah. yeah. You own and your you, own behavior. You totally do. Cause no, yeah. like, and that isn't your past that owns your behavior. It's not something that happened to you. It's this present moment mm-hmm. in this present situation. Our conversation that we're having right now, 
It's exactly. This is the most important time it right, is now. right now. Yeah, absolutely. And we are in such a magic time. Um, oh. And like you said too before, yes, last year was like the prelude, and we're getting into it. She's going to build because we've all got to get rid of this shit if we want to rise. Mm. But you can choose by getting rid of that shit for it to become something that's fun enjoyable and you can play with it instead of it feeling yuck you just actually have to do that you actually have to get rid of the shit and you start to realize through your journey that it's okay mm. nothing terrible will, will happen like mm -hmm. it's going to be fine yeah <laughs> so it's okay yeah. yeah oh i have loved having you on so much today i would love Aww. to do a little bit of your courses and stuff for people um, that want to connect with you and that will want to hop on with you and all the wisdom that you have to give and that they can learn just from doing a little bit of astrology about themselves. And yeah. Is it best to follow you on Insta? Is that the best platform to try? Um, um, I think that Facebook is probably the best place. Uh, yeah. Just Tiani Vidla at fa um, for my Facebook, my normal page, just following me there. That's where I, pretty much advertise everything that I'm doing. That's where I get most of my business from. But you can always email me. My website is tiani.com.au. That has everything on it there as well. So uh, I've got some, or I've got an awesome masterclass uh, for yeah. sale at the moment uh, for $22, which is two hours of me talking about this great conjunction, great crumbling that we're coming into that hasn't happened since the 1500s. So I re-released yeah, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's happening in January. It's ja so, so it's happening January and yeah, ultimately it's, um, yeah, we're in it now. We're in the building now. So it's, it's yeah. incredible stuff, but yeah tiani.com.au that will find you everywhere you need it's just been awesome. so beautiful talking to you gorgeous oh, i have all the links in my notes too and give yourself a gift that tiani can offer you with the astrology as well because it's such a gift that you can give to yourself to actually be aware of what's happening and aware of what's going on and how you might process things so it's so beautiful to give yourself something like that and i'm so grateful and so honored that you came on today i love you thank you so much i love you too beautiful bye, gorgeous bye After I recorded this with Tiani, I actually hopped on and purchased her masterclass for the Saturn-Pluto conjunction with Capricorn next year. And I learned so much. I really encourage you to go and do that. All the details to connect with her are available in the show notes as well. But if astrology is your jam and it's something you'd love to dive deeper in or just know more about, follow Tiani. She is an incredible woman and I learned so much off of her and off the masterclass um, just off something little like that, it was incredible and very easy to follow, very down to earth, very, very beautiful way to connect with astrology that doesn't seem so overwhelming as astrology can be because it is a very huge science um, and something that we can use in our day-to-day -day lives to, in, to enable us to actually understand ourselves, to understand what's happening in the world and to let go and trust, which is what our job is here to do, isn't it? We are here to receive. And the more we can let go of control and worry and understand that everything is happening in its divine timing and its divine purpose, then the more we are open to receive the real benefits of abundance and energy that we are here to receive. So go and check her out. If you are interested in being a guest on the podcast, 
send me an email, emma at thesacred.com.au. I would love to hear from you. doesn't matter where you're at, where you're going through, whatever it is, send me an email and I would love to hear from you. And I cannot wait to dive in further and connect with you even more through the rest of this year with more and more exciting, inspiring guests on the podcast. I love you all so much. Much, much, much light to you all. Mwah.